the St. Louis Wedding Podcast, helping you plan the best wedding in the St. Louis area. Hi, everybody, and thanks again for tuning into the St. Louis Wedding Podcast. This is Chris McMahon from McMusic Events, and today I'm excited to have Ashley Deiters from Hidden Lake Winery in Aviston, Illinois, here on the podcast. It's a venue that I've been at many times. It's kind of a hidden gem uh, here on the Illinois side of the St. Louis area. Ashley, welcome to the St. Louis Wedding Podcast. Thank you. Tell us about Hidden Lake Winery. What's the history of the property, and uh, when did it open as a wedding venue? So we've been open since 2005, and we opened for weddings right away at that time. Um, We have added on venues since then. So whenever the winery first opened, we just had our champagne hall and then the barrel room. The champagne hall holds 500. The barrel room holds 80. Since then, we've opened our Majestic Falls venue, which first was a tent. And then just recently in 2017, we converted it to a more of a barn style wedding. Um, And then we also have our estate venue that holds 150 that we added in 2015. So you've got several different uh, places on the the property. What types of events do you host besides weddings? We also do birthday parties, anniversary parties, um, vow renewals. We're open for anything, honestly. And um, do you do weddings year-round, or are there certain times of the year that you guys do weddings? We do. We're open year-round for general sales and weddings. Okay. And... You had mentioned the the barrel room holding 80 mm-hmm. and the champagne hall at the main building holds how many? 500. And that uh, is a unique venue because it's got a, a multi-level. Correct. Yes, we have a balcony. So we hold about half and half. So 50% are on the main level and then 50% on the upper level. Okay. And those stairs make for some great pictures they for do. wedding receptions as well. Yes. And inside the champagne hall, I know that another thing that is um, unique that you guys offer is you have a projector and screen up above... Uh, the wall where oftentimes the head table set up. Yes. Um, so all they have to do is provide us with a DVD or a USB and we plug it into the computer and play it throughout the night or at a certain time, whenever they prefer. And that's included in the... It's just a small additional charge of $100. Okay, cool. And um, what about the, um, the Majestic Falls venue? How many people did you say that can hold? 250. And is that with a dance floor? That's with a dance floor, yes. And same thing too for the Champagne Hall, 500 with a with dance floor? With a dance floor. Okay. And both of those have bars right there inside yes, the room? Yes, built-in bars in the room. So when someone's looking to possibly have their uh, wedding reception there, you can also host their ceremonies too. And I know that you guys have several different spots on property for ceremonies. Tell us about some of those. So our three main venues would be our Champagne Hall, the Estate, and the Majestic Falls. And each one of those come with a corresponding ceremony site for their reception hall as well. Um, so the ceremony site comes with the rental fee and then the chairs are additional. Um, and we take care of setup, clean up all of that for that as well. Okay. So can you give us a little bit of a description about each of those ceremony spots? So let's start with majestic falls, because that's kind of like one of the first things that people see when they come uh, onto hidden lakes property. Yeah. So the majestic falls, um, has a beautiful archway that's has, uh, wisteria growing over it. And that's typically where the wedding party will line up to walk down for the ceremony site. From there, they'll walk up past the lake and they'll turn up to go towards the waterfall that was man-made and has three different tiers where the water will trickle down from. Um, Some people like the water flowing during the ceremony. Some ask us to turn it off and then we'll turn it back on for their final kiss. So we can kind of customize it however 
whatever they prefer. So it makes it easier for everybody to be able to hear the ceremony. Right, exactly. And you've got power out there. So if they're having a DJ to provide the music and microphones for the ceremony, um, it's convenient for all of that to be accommodated. And then if they, uh, so that's the the Majestic Falls for the ceremony. Uh, The Estate House. What about that ceremony location? So the estate house has a very long um, pergola walking down to a concrete pad where it overlooks the Majestic Falls Lake. There is a set of vines to the left of the ceremony site, um, but all the way down the vine, the pergola is vines growing up as well. So it's beautiful pictures, and then it opens up to open grounds where a lot of people will put like an arbor or barrels or something to frame off their site as well. Gotcha. And is there a power at that location? Yes, before? there is. Perfect. And then... Um, the main building, the Champagne Hall, um, tell us about that ceremony. Location. So that one, you can walk straight from your venue from there. Um, you walk down a path that leads you up to a large pad where all your chairs are set up and you stand up right next to the lake with a sprinkler in the background and a smaller fountain off to the side as well. Um, so there's lots of greenery behind it, lots of trees, the beautiful water. Um, so you, you hear the water going while you're seeing they're getting married and it's just a beautiful setting. So it makes again for some great pictures yes. and you guys have put some thought into that. Yes. And the other nice thing about the lake is there's a, a walking path that goes around which is convenient for wedding parties and photographers yes. to be able to get pictures all around the property. Yeah, because they can get all dimensions of that lake and different views, different angles. You know, A lot of people will bring in the drones too, and then you've got the drones with them walking around the lake, and it's really breathtaking. And I know from experience of uh, doing several weddings there that they don't have to have their ceremony at the corresponding location of where their reception's at. I know this past year I had a ceremony at the Majestic Falls location, but then the reception was in the Champagne Hall. Right. What other options do you offer for them? We try to keep it where they are with their adjacent venue just because it's easier on everyone to not having to run here, there. You know, it's easier on the guests to understand where they're going to and where to park and, you know, all of that. Um, but I mean, even we've done weddings inside if, you know, it's too hot or it's raining and it's still just beautiful. You know, we'll move in an arbor. We'll, you'll, we'll move things around to help you as best possible to still make it a beautiful day. Now, tell us about the inside of the estate house, because I know that you talked about the Champagne Hall being multi-level. You had talked about the um, Majestic Falls building being more of a a cabin, rustic barn type of feel. Um, And there's something I want to bring up about that Majestic Falls in a second, but tell us about the inside of the estate house. What what is the uh, visual picture that you want to paint for people about that? So I feel like everyone calls it the estate house because it used to be our owner's home, um, but we converted it into a 150-person banquet hall. It has high ceilings, two beautiful chandeliers. The very front of the venue is all glass windows, so it overlooks the property and you... I always tell people it's like having that outside venue, but you're still inside with air conditioning and heat if you need it because the views are just beautiful. There is a small balcony where a lot of times the photographers will go up and they can get, they can capture the entire room with your guests and your first dance and all that. Um, So that's the main room. And then just through the doors is where the buffet is typically. So the buffet isn't in your actual room. So you don't see the hustle and bustle of, you know, the server setting up your buffet line. It's a little bit more private where the bar is in there as well. And a lot of times we can do photo booths there. Um, but it's just a very intimate, quaint, homey feel. Like people always say, I just feel so like at home here. I feel comfortable, you know, so. And the windows do lend for some unique photos. I know at a recent weddings, uh, a, excuse me, a recent wedding, 
Uh, the photographer set his light up inside, but then he actually went outside and took a picture from outside looking into the yeah. glass of the bride and groom dancing, and it made for a, a really unique Oh, I'm sure. Uh, picture. Definitely. Now, talk to us about, there's a special option that's available to couples uh, that are having their reception at the estate. What's what's that option that they have? So we have a bridal suite in the estate, and they can rent it for an additional fee, um, but it's... We have cabins on site as well, but this is just a much more unique room. It's a much larger room. It comes with a full private bath with a jacuzzi tub, walk-in shower. Um, you know, it's just, they can stay the night there. The bride and her, you know, bridesmaids the night before, and they're there to get ready in the morning first thing. And then we can clean it that day and her and her husband can stay there that night, you know? So it's, it really offers them something different than any other venue we have. Which is really cool to make yeah. it convenient for the bride and groom. Yes. Then at the back to the Majestic Falls, uh, inside that building, I know you talked about the rustic and talk to us about what's unique about that um, with the sides of that building. Yes. So like I said before, there used to be a tent there. So we still wanted people to have that type of feel, but be able to have more temperature controlled environment. Um, so we did glass garage doors across the entire front and north side of the building that can be opened at any time. So a lot of times we'll keep it closed during the day just to keep it cool, keep it comfortable. And then once the dancing starts, we'll open them all up. People can be inside, outside. You can, you still are a part of the party, even if you're out on the deck that overlooks the water. So it's, it's a very unique venue. So it offers um, some great space for the variety of people that will be there. Some people may not want to be on the dance floor all night, all night long. They want to go catch the breath out on the deck for a minute. They exactly. have that opportunity to be able to do that. Now, you had talked about uh, that you guys uh, can rent chairs to couples and you guys take care of the setup and uh, everything like that. Are there any other um, things that are included with the rental? of the venues? So each venue we have comes with white, black, or ivory linens and napkins, and then silverware, goblets, and china. And we take care of setting all of that up. So when they arrive to decorate, it's all set with everything we provide. And all they have to do is add a centerpiece or draping or, you know, any little additional things they'd like to. Okay. And talk to us about um, catering and, and bar options available at Hidden Lake. So we do all of our catering in-house. Um, chef Jasmine is our chef and does a fantastic job along with her team. Um, they sit down with me and we talk about the different packages that we offer for catering. But we are always open to if they have a unique idea that they want to do, we are more than welcome to you know explore their ideas and see what's available. Um, we also do all of the bar in-house. We staff all of our own bartenders. We bring in the liquor. If they have special requests, we'll bring in special requests, liquor, alcohol, whatever they prefer. So do you guys ever do any type of unique uh, specialty drinks or anything like that? We do signature drinks. Um, you know, some people have their, this is our family tradition and they're bringing, you know, it in. I actually have one coming up. She's um, Polish and we are doing shots as yes. guests walk in, yep. you know. Um, so yeah, we're customizable and we're willing to work with whatever ideas you have. And so with it being a winery, talk to us about the wines that are available uh, at Hidden Lake in for people's receptions? So we make all wines in-house. Um, just about all of our grapes are locally grown. Some of them can't grow around here, so we have to get the juice sent in, and then we ferment it and do the entire process. Corey is our winemaker, and he has grown and done such a fantastic job. We just got all-new stainless steel, beautiful wine equipment, so he's in heaven, and you know our wines are just growing and growing and winning more and more awards. 
And that's going to change, though, as far as pulling in uh, grapes from having to uh, pull grapes or juice from other places, because what's happening now? Yes. In April 2017, uh, Steve and Angela planted their vineyard at the winery. We've got a few different varieties, and we expect to see our first harvest in about three years. And any ideas of what type of wine that's going to create? Um, it's a lot more of our drier wines that we're bringing in. Um, it's a lot of our high demand wines. So, so, you know, we can only get X amount of grapes at the time and it has to stretch us to the year, hopefully. But now that we've got our own vineyard on site, you know, we're not, these are house, house grown grapes being made into house made wines, you know, so it's, it's state grown. It's a, a really, really cool concept and it'll allow us to have so much more to offer and so much more, we can, you know, sell it in wholesale and still have it at the winery and, be able to offer it to our clients anywhere they'd like. Well, and I think how cool is that, that uh, let's say a couple was going to have their ceremony and they were going to somehow include that wine into their unity ceremony. Yes. I've seen it before where they've blended a red and a white into a cup and it kind of yeah, makes, makes a blush. Rose, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> blush and then that's what they do their unity uh, ceremony with. But um, how cool would it be that they can, they'll be able to eventually buy a bottle of wine that was grown at the same location that they were married. And so they could, Maybe have that bottle like on their first anniversary yes. or their fifth anniversary, things like that. It really adds that that melancholy. It to does. It. Um, now you also have, in addition to the venues for couples, uh, you also have some uh, cabins that are available. Talk to us about um, what those are and who are those available for. So we have ten cabins on site. Um, there is basically first come first serve. So general public can rent them or weddings. Our typical clientele is our weddings because they, you know, a lot of times have family coming from out of town or they want all their bridesmaids and all their groomsmen to get ready there. So they'll rent the cabins out for two nights. They'll stay the night. They'll get ready there the next morning and then they'll head over to the reception venue because it's all walking distance from one another. Um, they all have a king size bed, a jacuzzi tub, a gas fireplace, and then a full bathroom as well. And those are available to your rent year round. Too. Yes, year round. I know couples that have you know gone there for their anniversary. And, yes, it's very know. common for them to come back for their one year, two year, you know, and stay in the cabin, get dinner, kind of relive the moment again. Sure. And so you talked about dinner um, outside of the reception. What option is available for that? Because I know that you guys do offer a, a restaurant there. So we have uh, dining on site. We offer anything from appetizers and sandwiches and pizzas to a steak dinner. Um, so you come to the bar. The bartender will go through a wine tasting with you. Um, or if you want beer or liquor, we have that as well. Um, but then she'll order your food for you right there. It'll get placed to the kitchen, and a food runner will bring it out to your table. So you don't have to get up and come get it with a buzzer or anything. We'll deliver it to you. Great. Now, um, are there any restrictions that couples maybe need to be made aware of as far as uh, if they rent any of your venues for their ceremonies or receptions? Um, is there a time limit, you know, as far as when it's supposed to be over or what time do they get into the venue to be able to start decorating? So typically they can get in as long as there aren't any weddings the night before Thursday or Friday to begin decorating, um, which helps us as well because we can come in on Thursday and look at them and make sure everything's good and they're happy with their setup and it's not such a hustle bustle the day of. Um, and then 
I'm sorry. What was your next question? <laughs> no problem. Um, as far as um, any restrictions, like how late do the ceremony, excuse me, the receptions, how late are they able to go? Or is there anything else they might need to be made aware of? That So they can get in at 10 a.m. the day of the wedding, and then it's theirs till midnight. At midnight, music stops, and then we all kind of clean up together. So the servers are there. They'll start putting your things all on one table for you so you can box it up, um, you know, and they'll begin the cleaning process. Lights will turn on. Um, but it's not like a hurry up and get out of here kind of thing. We're all just working together to end the night. Sure. Um, as far as uh, most events, though, uh, you had said that they can get in at 10 and you know they've got to be done by midnight. What are the times of most of your events that you guys have there? What's your typical time frame? I would say typical ceremonies are usually between like 3 and 4.30. Um, I always try to remind people, think about what time you want dinner, because if you're pushing your ceremony back too late, then you've got people that are hungry and waiting to eat, you know, so, right. (laughs) So to keep that in mind, whenever you're thinking of your ceremony times. Okay. But is it possible for someone to have their ceremony at Hidden Lake, but not have their reception there or vice versa, where people can have their ceremony offsite somewhere else, but also have their reception there? So we no longer allow ceremony onlys. Um, It's something we just started doing. It made it easier for our receptions to have ceremony and reception or reception only because in most cases for dressing rooms and things along those lines, the dressing room comes with your reception hall. So it was hard for us to accommodate for ceremony only when they needed somewhere to get ready and and the reception hall was already booked out. And as far as um, pictures... Do you guys allow couples to be able to come on property to take pictures with a photographer if they make previous arrangements with you guys? We do ask them to make arrangements with us because if we have three or four weddings in one day, it's a little bit crazy and we want our brides to feel special because they're the ones paying for that experience. Mm -hmm. Um, But we are more than happy to have other weddings come on just depending on how busy we are that day. Or engagement photos. Yes, of course. But the key thing is to contact you guys in advance. Correct. Now, what uh, offerings are available nearby for guests. I know you had mentioned the cabins for for guests that they could stay, but you've got a limited number of cabins. So, you know, what's nearby as far as, you know, hotels or anything like that that couples might want to think about for their guests? So we always offer up to people the Timmerman House Bed and Breakfast in Aviston. Um, We work very well with them. We're both in the Bed and Breakfast Association. So that's the first place we recommend to people. But if they're needing more than just a few rooms, the next place would be the Best Western off of um, 64 at the Lebanon Mascuda exit. It's only about 15 minutes from the winery. And you can just hop on 64 and it's right off the exit there. And are, um, have you seen Ubers or Lyfts come out to the, the winery? We do have Clinton County Lyft, um, and they'll drive to St. Louis, Belleville, wherever. That's the most common thing. I don't really see Uber around us yet, but definitely Lyft. Okay, cool. So it does uh, make it easy for those people that might have had a little bit too much wine uh, to grab a Lyft and yes, get them definitely. back to their hotel. Um, so let's talk about then if a couple is thinking about um, having their reception, uh, Tell us about Hidden Lake, specifically like where are you located? So we're in Aviston, Illinois. Um, We're not far off of 64. Um, I would say, you know, if you're looking for the next largest town, Belleville would be about 25 minutes from us. Okay. And I know Aviston, uh, it's off of the Albers exit off of 64, which is, I believe, exit number 34. Correct. uh, Because I was just there Saturday, (laughs) so I I remember the the exit uh, easily. Uh, So what are some things, though, that... Uh, you're seeing couples including in their wedding receptions or even their wedding ceremonies that are kind of unique that kind of made you stop and think, wow, that was kind of cool. So I'm seeing a lot more people use like a family member or a really close friend as their officiant instead of hiring out someone they don't really know. And it really puts a personal touch on their ceremony because they can relate to them and talk about personal experiences that they've 
gone through with them. Um, other than that, I would say just the kind of the trends that are really changing right now, it's really into like the greenery and the Ivy and things like that. Whereas before it was like your purples and greens and, you know, so it's just kind of watching all those transitions happen. Okay. Are there any trends that you're seeing kind of drift away that, you know, for many years it was the chocolate fountain. That's my easy example that I always use for several different episodes, but you know, and those have kind of gone by the wayside. Is there anything else that you know, you're seeing is kind of drifting away. I'm seeing the wedding cakes drift away. I see more dessert bars. I see, I mean, I even had like a donut wall the one day, um, which kind of makes me sad because I love wedding cakes and they're so pretty. Um, but you know, people go with the cupcakes, the cheesecake, donuts, things along those lines. Just different experiences. Yeah. Sure. Now, if a couple is, uh, looking at, uh, renting their venue or having their, their, uh, reception at one of your venues on site, what are some questions that they should be uh, considering asking whenever they're sitting down with their, their venue person? I feel like a lot of times when I meet with people, they, you know, they see our packages and then that's it. But we do, we can do so much more than that. We can bring in a late night snack for you. You know, we can create a custom menu for you. We're, it's not only what's in that paper, you know, don't be afraid to ask for more if you're wanting something different. Um, we, a lot of times would have people wanting to bring in like snack bars and things like that. And we don't necessarily allow outside food to be brought in cause it's against our health code violation. Um, but we're more than willing to accommodate that for you. So you can still have all of those things. So that's a super great point. I don't think that's been mentioned on any of the episodes so far that couples, when you are sitting down with uh, the various professionals that you're possibly looking at hiring for your ceremony or reception, uh, don't be afraid to ask, what are my other options? Yes. Because it's not just a menu like McDonald's or Burger right, King. Right, it's not black and white. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, so you know, if you're wanting something, be sure to ask, is this possible? Or if you're wanting to try to customize things, things are always customizable. Yes. So you, you, make up a, a, you bring up a really great point there about don't just go by what's on the paper that is handed to right. you because usually that is kind of like the usual or the most right. likely, you know, type the of first stepping things. stone kind of. And, right. Yeah. So make sure you ask those questions. Uh, are there any other questions that they should be asking? My main thing would be to understand what you're getting with your package, because I feel like I mean, I'm talking even more just not so with us. Like, you know, you might go look for venues and you see that this one's priced at a thousand, this one's three thousand, this one's five thousand. You know, those are just numbers, but you you have to see what you're getting in each one of those because maybe this one provides linens but the other one doesn't. So really are you getting a better deal or not? You know, once you have to go to the decorator and find out how much a linen costs and how much this cost, you know, really see what's in your package and what you're getting for what that cost is. Good point. So like you just said, make sure to know what's included in your package. And really that kind of boils down to reading their contract. They need to make sure they know what's in that contract because the contract's there for a reason. Not only is it going to protect them as a couple and spell out everything that they're going to be getting that day, but it also protects the venue too so that that, that there's not any unrealistic expectations that, oh, we thought this was included, but that's not in the contract. Right. So it it is uh, something that is there to protect everybody. So make sure that they do... Uh, read their contracts. Uh, what's your? You just mentioned that you like the wedding cake. Uh, what is your? What's your favorite part of the wedding day, the ceremony, or the reception? I honestly would say the ceremony. I love being able to help the bride get down the aisle. So I, I help with the weddings. I send the bridesmaids down, the groomsmen, the parents, everybody, and that final moment when you're there with the bride, fluffing her dress and sending her on her way. You know, it's just that 
little moment where you can say, good luck, you've got it, you'll be fine, you know, I'll see you afterwards. And it's just, it's, it means, you know, you get the chills, it means something to you, sure. or at least to me it does. <laughs> so... So you get to see her last as a, yes. a single woman. And, and then... first as a married woman, usually. <laughs> right, right. Uh, are there any tips for couples that are planning their wedding that you might have for them in regards to um, planning their reception or their wedding day? I would definitely say take your time and don't let other people's opinions make your wedding day. Do what you want. Do what you've dreamt of. Do what you feel is right. Don't change your colors or your dress idea because someone thinks that's what you should do. It's your day, and ultimately, you should be happy with what you're doing. Now, when you say take your time, what do you mean by that? I feel I always tell people when they come to meet with me, sleep on it. Call me tomorrow and book it if you want. Don't feel the pressure that you need to book right now or right at this bridal show because I don't want you to regret any decision you're going to make. Sleep on it. Talk on it. Make sure it's in your budget and then proceed with your booking process. As far as budget goes, since you brought that up, what percentage of a couple's budget do you feel they should allocate towards the venue? I feel like that's a hard question only because it depends on what they want offered. If they, you know, for instance, we offer the linens, the silverware, the goblets, all that other venues don't. So it kind of depends on what their what they want their focal point to be. We offer the catering. I would say the catering is probably your biggest chunk of it because you know, you're know you wanting to feed these people a quality meal. Um, but I would say your venue, I would think, would be, I'm going to say 25%. Okay. And so that's the thing. People have to kind of stop and think about their budget. Oftentimes, people just kind of grab numbers out of the air or they read this article or they read that article and it said, oh, you know, your the average venue is twenty five hundred, but there's different parts of the country that where that twenty five hundred right. is going to get you a lot, right? And there's different parts that are not going to get you very much right. with that twenty five hundred. And you want to make sure also too, you're understanding what that money is getting you. Uh, is it like you said, including the meal, or is there a minimum right. spend with the bar, right? Things like that that often get overlooked, right? And with, with that being said, with the minimums, I feel like that is always something to pay attention to as well. We don't have any minimums. Um, I mean, obviously our certain our first base price is you know X, but we don't have you don't have to spend ten thousand dollars. You don't have to spend twenty thousand dollars. So I feel like that's always something to make sure you know what if there's a minimum, if there's a cap you have to reach. Sure. Then, um, what? Ashley, what are some last uh, bits of information that you might want couples to know specifically about Hidden Lake Winery? I would say that we are kind of a one-stop shop. I feel like a lot of people can get most, like 80% of their wedding planning done with us because we do the catering, we do the bar, we do their ceremony, you know, so they really don't have to continue to look for so much more and have so many more meetings after booking with us. Um, another perk that I would say is that since we are a winery, if they don't want their doors to the reception hall to open till five o'clock, you know, and there is a break between ceremony and reception, they can walk around the winery grounds and have a glass of wine and sit by the lake and just enjoy themselves in between and not have to go find somewhere else to go to spend their time. So there are things for the guests to kind of keep themselves occupied with in between the ceremony and the reception. If there is kind of a little bit of a longer gap because of different scheduling. Yes. Issues or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
And one thing I want to add to going back to the estate, uh, you had talked about all the different venues and the size of the uh, guest counts that can be handled. But you and I just recently had one there where I was uh, DJing and we also provided the photo booth. And that was set up for like 50 people. Yes. So it just goes to show that you guys have total flexibility with a reception for 50 or a reception for 500 exactly. in your different spaces. And exactly. even though it was only 50 people, the way the uh, space was laid out with the rounds, uh, round tables and so forth, it... it filled the room just fine. Right. It didn't look barren or sparse. We always walk our guests through all of our venues because just because this one holds 250, but you only have a hundred people doesn't mean that that's not your style and that's what you want. And we can't make the table arrangements look where the building still looks full and looks beautiful. So that's why we like to show them everything, even if it's not in their select number of people, because it might be what works for them. Mm-hmm. And then the last question that we ask all of our guests here on the St. Louis wedding podcast You've got guests um, from out of town. A couple's got guests from out of town. They're having their their wedding and their reception at Hidden Lake. And they come to you in one of your planning meetings and they say, Ashley, where should we tell our guests to to go visit in the St. Louis area that might help them capture the the spirit of St. Louis? Or, you know, what's going to help them experience the St. Louis area? What's one place that you would suggest that they go visit or see or a restaurant, something like that? To be in all honesty, we try to keep them as local as possible. We are all about keeping our food as local, our wine as local, everything. Um, So we have a wine trail that um, our owners are a part of, and it's us and Brett's Winery and Crooked Creek. And so we encourage guests to explore the other wineries. We're like a sisterhood more than competing against each other, you know, so we want them to see Illinois wine and what it's worth. Cool. That's a a really unique answer. So um, couples, you hear it hear that if you've got guests from out of town and uh, you're looking for something for them to kind of be occupied when you guys are busy doing your other things, uh, have them go take a look at the Illinois wine trail that Hidden Lake's a part of, and they're guaranteed to have some fun. Ashley, thanks again for being here on the St. Louis Wedding Podcast. Uh, How can our couples that are listening reach out to you at Hidden Lake. What are the uh, contact information? So email is always best. I say it goes straight to my cell phone. So it's like a text message. Uh, My email is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y at HiddenLakeWinery.com. And are there pictures on your website, Instagrams? What do you got? Pictures on website, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Email me. I can email select pictures of certain venues to you. But really, the the ultimate is to go out and visit the property, people, because uh, pictures don't really do it justice. You really get a true sense of the the property by going out and visiting uh, Hidden Lake and seeing the different uh, venues that are available to you. Uh, And Ashley can take you on that tour and see all of those things. Yes, thank you. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the St. Louis Wedding Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to be updated when new episodes drop. And be sure to like and follow our Facebook page and submit any questions or suggested topics for future episodes. I'm Chris McMahon from McMusic Events. And until next time, we hope you're having fun planning the best wedding in the St. Louis area.